We're really up to episode 17. Sure are. Whoa, that's a lot of weeks. Are you ready to intro us then? Yeah, why not? Hello and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the only podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and its buddies that just make you say, Fuck me dead. I'm CJ. And I'm Amanda. Woo! Episode 17. That's that's the one that's happening right now. <gasps> I suppose. Happy Easter to those oh. who celebrate it. And I mean, you'll hear this afterwards, but for us, Easter's tomorrow, so... It is Easter Sunday tomorrow. Um, I mean, we're not religious, but appreciate no. the long weekend. I also appreciate the chocolate. Yeah. Although... I imagine for many of us, the long weekend is mute at this point. Yourself, <laughs> you are actually enjoying the long weekend, despite yeah. you work from home. Uh, for me, it is just another day. Oh, must be so hard to be you. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult not knowing what day of the week it is. <laughs> must be so hard to have all this free time. So are you going crazy from being inside yet? I don't think so. <laughs> How would I know? I, I, I don't know. Are you feeling the urge to like go out and do something? Not really. I mean, I would. Maybe it's a sad urge. I wouldn't mind. Like, I think it's more just because I can't that I yeah. want to go to a <laughs> pub and just have a. Now that you've tap been told beer. that you can't, you want to. Yeah, you know, like, want to go out and want to go to the local pub, get a beer on tap. Yeah, that'd be nice. Be nice to go out and not have to do the weekly grocery shopping and thinking to myself, "Don't touch anything. Be careful what I'm doing. Mm. Wipe everything down. Don't touch my face." I, I don't appreciate the paranoia that I get when I get home after we've gone out to get groceries and then I'm like, did I just get it? Is this it? <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got it a little bit worse than me in terms of that respect. Yeah. It's just when I'm out in public, I'm like, oh, I better behave. And then once I get home and I wash my hands, I'm like, okay, cool. No, see, I had a, a brief panic attack about whether my hoodie was contaminated. Mm. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I do find that my anxiety gets worse with the more news that I consume. Funny that. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that's an interesting thing, I think. I mean, I mean, it's not new now, but I don't think that's what, like, the media was ever meant to be. No. But now it's just become this machine of telling us bad shit, over-exaggerating things. That's what uh, gets the clicks, though, and unfortunately that's what it yeah. is. That's why you need, you need things like the ABC and stuff where it's paid for by the government, but the problem is then the government's in charge of it. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, God. It's, um, yeah, it's just such a weird thing. The more I don't read it, the better I feel, and I don't feel as, like, panicked about it. Um, I really feel kind of shit, though, that that's the thing that controls how much anxiety I feel about the pandemic. Yeah. They, they really need a balance of, like, trying to find the good news, which is hard to find, but I understand because people don't click on it. It's true. I mean, at the especially at the moment, everyone's panicked about the virus and how it affects them and what's going to happen and, you know, all of that stuff. Like, I get it, but <laughs> it's still just, like, shit in yeah. a way. I guess, you know, you do want to keep people at a certain level of panic so that they don't do the things. You don't want people thinking it's okay. nothing. Yeah. Um, I mean, Peter Dutton's finally been gotten out of house arrest. And shockingly, he's coming out being like, no, it's way worse. He's had it. So it's kind of nice he's that... He's older, though. He is older, but it's also nice that someone in charge, he's the Home Affairs Minister, so it really should be something he's looking after. He's now yeah. had it. He knows what it's like, and he seems to be scared of it, so... That should bode well for the rest of us in terms of the government That's doing true. stuff. Uh, but also, fuck Peter Dutton. Also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man. if anyone in Australia likes Peter Dutton. Pete Evans, I don't know really who or what you are, but you can fuck off as well. Oh, why? What has he done? I don't really know who that is either. Um, he's like this health guru, apparently. But he's all like 
natural homeopathy and shit like that. He's not like got any proper qualifications. And um, he's currently being investigated because yesterday he put up a machine for sale for 13500 Australian dollars, which is probably about, I want to say, 8000 US dollars, maybe a yeah. little bit less. And supposedly it cures the coronavirus. It's just a box of the light in it and it just radiates positive energies and stuff like that. He's also saying Wi-Fi is bad for you, so it's kind of ironic that he's now selling a device that shoots energy through your house. But it's good energy. It's okay. It'll cure you. It'll make you better. But it like, aligns what? all the energy of every cell in your body. But what is it? It's a box of the light in it that costs $13,500. No, but like what what energy does he think it's emitting? I don't know. Some shit I've never heard of. Is it one of those things where if you believe in it, it's true? Probably. Look, he's being investigated by the government, so that's fine. <sighs> okay. Well, not the government, but like one of those like top like regulator things. Who... Did you hear about that guy that has over 5,000 rolls of toilet paper and can't get rid of them? Yes. Good for That makes me good. so happy. <laughs> good. <laughs> Another example of an asshole who's trying to take advantage of people right now. Yeah. And uh, is failing miserably. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but shockingly, this week I managed to get... Most of my stories are not about coronavirus. Uh, one of, one of mine is only very tangently related. One of my stories wasn't um, something that I had found in relation to coronavirus, but I did find something that did relate to You'll know what I mean when I say it, but okay. um, it's only very brief. I'm not really going to talk about it much at all. So I've got two stories out of New Guinea this year. This year. This year. <laughs> this week. <laughs> I mean, weeks do feel like years at this point. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, mix up a bit. Okay. All right. Well, does that mean you want to start then? You're, you're done with crapping on? I guess. I mean, what else is there really to say? I was going to say, nothing much has happened this week. I work. We didn't really leave yep. the house unless it was for groceries. Oh, cool. actually, I started making you watch Buffy. I mean, that's exciting to me. You're silent. Why are you silent? Eh, it's okay. You said the first season's not good yes, anyway, not. so give it time. We're almost done with it anyway, aren't we? Like halfway through. Mm-hmm. It's it, better. It, it's, it's anime. It's not It's anime. really generic anime. <laughs> All right, well, do you want to go first or should I? Um, no, I think I want my third story to be read last, actually. So I should go first? Yeah. I have got a story for you. I hope so. That's the idea <laughs> of the podcast. No, I'm just saying this one is a, it's a ride. Um, <laughs> so I actually had been hanging on to this one for a little while. It was back in February, but it's just, I think it's worth investigating the people you go to for your mental health. Because this guy is not the guy that you want helping you out with that. <laughs> so I got this from The Guardian. Is it Pete Evans? It's not. <laughs> I'm not going to mention his name because I feel like he would be the kind of person who would try to see the pants off you. In saying that, I'm still going to link his Twitter as my credit because I read some of his tweets and I'm going to mention them. So. so you can find out if you really want to. I'm not going to mention his name. A psychiatrist from Sydney has been struck off the medical register after it was discovered that he made over 300 posts on his practice's official website about conspiracy theories. Awesome. This guy is treating people with mental health issues, prescribing medication, and he's a conspiracy theory nut. And and not like the kind of person who just like enjoys a good, like I enjoy a good conspiracy theory. No, he's like balls deep, believes believes like absolutely everything. Yeah, I've read about some doctors who, not conspiracy theories, but they'll be religious and they'll, mm. people come in for like mental health issues and they say, oh, you just need to believe in whatever God they believe in and that'll fix surely, it. Surely that's against the law. It is. Surely you can't do that. It is, but they okay. do it anyway. God damn. So do you want to hear what some of his claims were? Like, this is a blog. Yeah, what's he into? Black his... helicopters, flat earth. Didn't mention any of that. but 5G. I, mean, I actually went on the blog because even though he has been 
uh, his medical license has been revoked. He's still posting on there. I mean, there's nothing to say. That's you can't his- post on a blog. You don't need a medical license to post on a blog. Exactly. You so- heard it here first, folks. <laughs> So he's still po- – but the thing that I don't get is that the blog is still on the practices website that he's posting on. Okay, that's a bit weird. That is weird, but, I mean, I guess there's still nothing to say that he can't do that. It's a website. It's not giving medical advice. It's not – so, I mean, he's technically – I don't I don't think he's technically breaking any laws. It's still weird. It's weird. So some of his claims, some of the stuff that he really loves – is he believes that Trump has taped evidence of a global Satanist pedophile network. Why does Trump have that? I don't know. He thinks 9-11 was faked. Also, why are all these pedophile rings always Satanist? I know, right? Surely they'll be Catholic. You would think so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's more evidence for that than Satanists, right? (laughs) Um, Because obviously this week, unfortunately, Cardinal George Pedophile was released from prison. What a fucking load of shit that Uh, is. And then the Pope went on to reference, refer, um, no, what am I trying to say? The Pope went on to liken him to Jesus. So according to the Pope, Jesus also touched kids. Which, I mean, bold claim. (laughs) Bold claim, but 2,000 years ago, we can't prove it wrong. I like to think Mm. Jesus probably didn't. I don't think Jesus would have, personally. No. But, I mean, maybe the Pope knows something that I don't. And even if George Pell himself hasn't, he certainly has helped those who have. The, the the really shit thing, like I did a fair bit of reading about it just because, well, I'm pretty passionate about that. Like it's just a whole, like he didn't get acquitted because he's not guilty. He got acquitted. Because they think the trial was a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the evidence that was presented wasn't foolproof and he shouldn't have been found guilty. But he was found guilty. But he was found guilty. So like it was purely how the evidence was presented and nothing to do with his guilt. Exactly. Which I'm like, that is the biggest load of bullshit. Sorry, that's a side tangent, but like, just the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Anyway, the ABC apparently was a part of an international deep state network covering up the crimes of the elite. Yeah, probably not. I think that's a bit far-fetched, but I mean, I guess I can't prove that wrong. Mm. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has not been hiding. Well, this is, is, wait, is that what news. ABC stands for? Abduct children? Oh my god. <gasps> I shouldn't say things like that because that... Fucking conspiracy theorists will hear it. And I know, like, and then believe oh, it. He's right. He's yeah. He's onto something. He doesn't realize it. <laughs> oh my god, CJ from Fuck Me Dead. He's a revolutionary. Oh. <laughs> um. So yes, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has not been hiding in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, but in Switzerland or Washington. That has since been proven false. So nice one. I mean, doctor. But hang on. Didn't he used to like come out on the balcony of the Ecuadorian embassy yes. in London and make speeches to the public? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hey, what do we know? We live in Australia. It's not real either. (laughs) Um, But he also said that he thought Assange would make a really good prime minister. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like Assange. I think what he did was interesting, and I guess it should have... It probably needed to be out there, but I still don't like him. Look, I think it's one of those things of uh, what's morally right versus what's legal. (laughs) Um, But also, it sounds like he's an absolute cunt in... Like, Ecuador embassy looked after him for ages. And, yeah, apparently uh, he wasn't, like... He wasn't nice. good. He wasn't thankful for them at all. I was like, the only reason you're not in prison right now is because Ecuador's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. And then he wouldn't... He'd, not, he'd like, abuse the staff and he yeah. wouldn't feed his cat and stuff like that. I'm like, you fucking dropkick. Yeah. I want to give him a pass because who knows how he was mentally going at that point. But also, don't be a cunt mm. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Alternative name for this podcast. <laughs> But, I mean, obviously that whole situation is very complicated and I think, I don't know why he would think that he wasn't in London but in a different country. What difference does it really make? Anyway, so I got kind of curious about this blog and I 
went and found it. Are you radicalized now? No, because okay. he doesn't even make good points. Oh. <laughs> like, it's so clearly batshit crazy that I'm like, I can't even sit here and go, oh, yeah, I can see how you made logical sense out of this. No, no, no. Problem with the internet, I suppose, is these people who used to just yell into the street or mind their own business at home, screaming <sighs> out things, now have a big public platform and they'll find other people who are actually vulnerable enough to believe it. Yeah. So he has... You're not woke, you're not deep, you just didn't pay attention in school. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but he has, like, his latest blog posts are about, of course, Corona. No. <laughs> so he has some really bad. Is he a 5G theories. truther or has he got something else? Um, He doesn't. He's not a 5G truther. He's okay. got some other theories which make no sense whatsoever. He's a Trump supporter also now, so... <laughs> How can you be a Trump supporter when you don't even live in that country? How can you be a Trump supporter if you believe that he has evidence of a pedophile ring? But he's not doing anything about it. And he's not doing anything about it. True. That didn't make any sense to me when I was reading it. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. So here are some of the thoughts that he has on the whole uh, COVID thing. He truly believes that he found the cure a week ago. Okay. Um, And he has worked out that, okay, so they're really big words. Who did he cure? No one. (laughs) And how does he know it works? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, What's this guy's name again? I am not telling oh, right. the name. Okay. You haven't <laughs> I was like, who are we talking about again? I'm going to link the Twitter, so if you want to go have a look, you can. Not really. But uh, So he used some really big medical words that I didn't understand in his cure. So I Googled what they meant. I'm not even going to try and pronounce them. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he worked out that a combination of a malaria treatment and an antibiotic were the cure. Poppy, what do you have to say about that? Poppy, any words? <sighs> you don't believe it? Fake news? <laughs> um, they like to use big words, though. Remember when I got that thing of my head removed? Yeah. I brought all these big words up. I'm like, that sounds scary. What's this? And then I spent 10 minutes Googling it, and it just, mil- it military, <laughs> medical jargon for mole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, one of them was a malaria treatment, and the other one was an antibiotic. He thinks that a combination of the two is a cure. I don't know how an antibiotic would today, cure a virus. President Trump, who we love so much, said that the virus is brilliant and has outsmarted antibiotics. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he's going to come back with. Um, I guess my question is, if they have a cure, if he has a cure, why has this not been made known? Why isn't this like worldwide news? Um, is this a present man? I have a quote from him, from his blog, that will explain why. Okay. They are doing their best to downplay it in the hope the economy will collapse first. Why? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. If anything, government that's contradictory to everything. Every government has been. Yeah, I was well, say, not every government. M- you know, most well, most capitalist countries. The only thing they care about is the money. Mm. Why would they want the economy to collapse? That makes no sense. I will give a shout out to the uh, government of India, who again, I know I've been praising them a lot for their handling of COVID, but they have been doing really well for a country that's a giant slum in a lot of parts. You'd think it would spread like wildfire through them, and they'd be in big trouble. Um, not doing too badly. I think they get more cases, but it's bound to happen. And then today they announced they're all taking like a 30% pay cut. Oh, wow. Every minister of the government, like right down, like federal, down to like the states and stuff, they're all taking 30% pay cuts, even the one, like the prime minister, whatever they've got, uh, to fund the effort to fight coronavirus in India. Making everyone else look like dickheads. Mm. (laughs) I mean, 30% for them is probably still not a lot. It's not like they're living week to week if they're in those positions, but it's still, it's... it's, I mean, 30% is still substantial. Yeah. Okay. It's back to this guy, this... Snitwit. Batshit crazy guy. I'm going to read you his Twitter bio. Okay. Bankrupted slash right to practice medicine removed by Medical Council of New South Wales purely for blogging a paranoid conspiracy supporting Trump. 
That's his whole Twitter bio. Okay. Anyway, back to the actual story that I found back in February. Mm. That was just a side note because I wanted to check out the blog to see the crazy things that he was saying. And I just thought that was interesting that that's his current stance Thanks. on whatever. Um, so back to the original story. The only reason that anyone actually discovered the blog was because he submitted a complaint to the Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency about an alleged affair between his wife and a colleague. What? Is that something that they deal with? Isn't that personal? Yeah. I'm very confused. I don't think they did anything until another colleague complained that basically he'd been sharing information about this alleged affair with other staff members and they found it to be inappropriate. Yeah. So... That's when an investigation went into not that situation, but his well-being. Okay. I think at this point, the agency thought that something might be a bit off with him. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were kind of worried about him as a person, not so much the situation with the affair. And it uh, gets colorful from here, folks. (laughs) During a hearing into his mental state, he told the medical council that if they had, and this is a quote, Any understanding of politics, you would understand that the beliefs that are actually put on the blog are the directives from President Trump. So he thinks he's getting directives from the president himself? Is that what I'm getting from that? Why would President Trump be sending directives to a guy in a different country? To infiltrate Australia? I don't know why. We're already buddies with America. All he has to do is go and talk to ScoMo, and ScoMo's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll do it. I mean, yeah, Scummer would give him head anytime he wants. I don't yeah. know why he would need to go it's like to how some George Howard used Sydney. to have George W. George Howard. John Howard used to have Bush right up his butt. Oh yeah, I mean, Australia- I say that someone who didn't even mind Howard. <laughs> sucking off the Prime Minister of America. He's sucking off George Bush's schlong all the time. All the time. I mean, not we're using that as a euphemism. Hopefully, not, just just to clarify, um, <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, Australia's always been yeah. ally to America, so I'm not really sure why he would think, uh, I don't know, the whole thing is very confusing. When the council chair called to say his registration had been suspended, do you want to know what he said? Fake news. He called her a filthy, dirty, fucking left-wing slut, and <laughs> that he had knowingly used the power of political correctness to inflict men to male intimidation and assault against him. What? Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense, but that's a direct quote. <laughs> okay. How'd this guy get a medical license? I don't know. Like, he must be smart in some way. Mm. I mean, you know, he's a doctor. Psychiatrist is a, a specialty yeah. to a medical degree. So he's already gone through all the training as a doctor and decided that psychiatry is what he wanted to do. He has to be smart. How did he get here? What went wrong? Look, I know that there are plenty of people that believe stuff like this, um, but... I just don't know how he got here. I have a relative of a description that I will not go into because, one, I'm not sure myself, but I just know I'm related to them. Uh, he was really, really intelligent, but it put him in a mental institution. Jeez. I mean, I guess that is like, one he thing. He couldn't, like, stop thinking, I think it was. I was just about to say that. I guess the more intelligent you are, the more you overthink things. Something along those lines, yeah. So, um, bit of a so shame. maybe, but I still don't know how you would believe that, like, all these things. It's just really weird. Anyway, I'm, I'm just like, I'm wondering about his patience. How are they? What was he telling them? Anyway. So his deregistration was granted because the assessing psychiatrist said that he was paranoid. This this was this was the best part for me. Uh, the assessing psychiatrist said that he had tried to win him over with a 600-page document that he bought to the consultation. Who's got time to read that? I want to know what was in that. <laughs> was that all of his theories? Was that, was that evidence and, like, what was in the 600 pages? 
I don't want to know. It's got to be some. I think it'd be interesting reading. Based on those previous quotes you've read me, I probably can't read it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, NCAT, which is New South Wales Civil and Administrative Tribunal. They agreed that he was exposing his vulnerable patients to harm with the posts and was mentally unfit to continue treating people, which I wholeheartedly agree. Did they tell him to see a psych? Uh, it doesn't say that. Maybe he should. But I Probably not himself, though. Definitely shouldn't be treating himself because he'll just tell himself that he's right. Um, so he's been found guilty of professional misconduct and banned from reapplying for his medical license for a year. Only for a year. But it said in order to practice again, he'll need to prove that he's recovered. Mm. So even if he did reapply in a year, it would depend on his mental state. Right. Well, hopefully he doesn't. I I don't think that he will. But I just thought that was really interesting that you have a psychiatrist, someone who's been who's meant to be treating people's mental health issues, just being batshit crazy for no reason. <laughs> Why is he still posting on the practice's yeah, blog? Still, the last Why one, have they not kicked him off? The last one I think was like from like the end of March. Still active. So, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll link the website in our credits because I got information from there. So I kind of have to. So if you really want some crazy reading, <laughs> feel free. Speaking of crazy reading. Oh, oh. I was hoping to find a segue there. <laughs> this first story out of New Guinea I'm bringing to you. I've known it for a long time. I've heard this story. I've never heard the, um, never heard the actual news article about it before, but it's the story that gets around in New Guinea. That's what everyone hears about because it's just, it's not something that happens every day, even in New Guinea. Uh, I didn't realize how long ago it actually had happened. I knew it happened in the 90s, I think, but I didn't realize how early. Yeah, and it actually comes from, I'm in a group on Facebook for people who used to live in Papua New Guinea, essentially. And someone on there shared it from, they've got like a photo, like an old photocopy or a scanning of the newspaper article that was in a JPEG. So I was reading like a compressed JPEG from an old newspaper article. (laughs) So I don't quite know how we're going to credit this. This week, because usually we just link to the newspaper, art, to the actual article. Um, mm-hmm. But this time, all I've got is a compressed JPEG. Yeah, we'll figure so, it out. <laughs> we'll work it out. But it was written by a, and I will apologize for any names I mispronounce in here. And also that some of them are probably wrong because of the compression. I was having a difficulty reading some of the words. But it was written by Joe Maeva for the Post Courier, which is New Guinea's big national newspaper. And this is from the Monday, July 22nd, 1991 issue. Oh my god, 91, were you even alive? I was not. (laughs) Headline, ripped off arm found under highway truck. What the fuck? Western Highlands police are puzzled as to how a whole arm ended up under the tray of a highway truck, which arrived from Leigh on Sunday morning of July 21st. Highlands Divisional Commander Assistant Commissar, sorry, Commissioner, Banu Katu Sili, said it appears the arm had been ripped off of a living man, possibly someone hanging their arm out of a window of a moving vehicle the truck had passed. You know, I was always told when I was a kid to keep you um, inside the door, in, inside the window. Yeah, gets ripped off. This it, is why it happens. <laughs> I've I'd heard this story before. Like, just a truck turned up with an arm hanging out from under it. Did the truck know? There have been I'm no sure reports not. of anyone with such an injury. The arm was handed into the Mount Hagen Hospital morgue while the police attempted to establish where it had come from. That's that'd be a thing that you'd have to do. Just in there carrying a loose arm. Yeah. Into a morgue. <laughs> so to give you guys some perspective, because obviously I'm assuming pretty much everyone listening to this podcast doesn't know the geography of Papua New Guinea. I don't. Possibly most of you don't even know where it is. It's above Australia. More right than most people. So Mount Hagen. <laughs> uh, Mount Hagen is a bit of a notorious town in New Guinea. It's also the third largest town in New Guinea, but it's got 47,000 people living in it. That's the third largest? Yeah. Lay is the next at 100,000. And then the capital, Port Moresby, is at 
three and a bit hundred thousand. I mean, it is quite small. It's more the country's very big, but it's very spread out. There's over eight million people living in Papua New Guinea. Is that because like people still live in tribes and stuff? Pretty much everyone still lives in like tribes and villages and things. Okay. Uh, so low density, but a lot of people. A lot of people just living on subsistence farming and whatever work they can get. So kind of it'd thing. be like if people actually lived in the middle of Australia. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. If you took everyone living in Australia and just spread them out evenly across the country. Yeah. But even then, it's not super even just because of how the terrain of New Guinea is. So it's more like ridges of people like living on tops of mountains and people on the coast kind of thing. And then no one okay. in the middle. Well, there's people in the middle, but it's weird. Yeah. So Mount Hagen is nearly 2,000 meters high. That's Above sea high. level. It's quite quiet. It's 2Ks high. Uh, it's 4,700, sorry, 474 kilometers via the Highlands Highway from Ley, which is where the truck came from. And Ley's the second biggest city. Yeah, but how long did it have the arm going with it for? Uh, well, it takes over nine hours to drive that distance in New Guinea. So it picked up the arm at some point? It picked up the arm at some point. Um, and to give perspective, I guess, again, so Melbourne to Sydney is nearly twice that distance and you can drive it in less than nine hours. Right, okay. So the roads in New Guinea... Very windy because they basically follow mountain ridges and they're okay. not well kept and they're kind of dangerous in more ways than one. So that's why travel is so slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want, you can go on Google Maps and you can look it up. You can go Mount Hagen and then directions to lay and you can follow it along. There's no street view, but a lot of the places have pretty high res satellite photos now. So Okay. Mm. The truck driver had discovered the arm when he stopped at his depot in Mount Hagen. It was hanging out just under the truck where the spare tire is kept. This is a mental picture. The driver did recall hearing a heavy thud when he passed an oncoming vehicle 13 kilometers out of Ley early on Saturday night, which was July 20th. He says it was the only vehicle he passed along the Markham Highway, and he did stop at a way station at 10 Mile, which is called that because it's 10 miles from town, to check for damage. However, he did not see damage or the arm. So he's Where did driven, the arm come from? So he's driven overnight. That's why he's only passed one vehicle, which I guess isn't too unusual. Whenever we used to drive the Garoka Lay, and if you're going late to Mount Hagen, you'll go through Garoka. Yeah, there's not a lot of traffic on the roads. Most people don't own vehicles. Yeah, but if he like specifically stopped and checked and there was no arm. But he's looking at nighttime at night and he's just stopped to make sure there's no damage to his vehicle. I guess. You're not going to look under at a tire bay and be like, oh, I there's an arm true. there. But there's a lot of places like that in New Guinea called like 10 Mile or 6 Mile or whatever. They don't have names, it's just distance from town. That's probably one of those things where it's just like, that's what people call it. Yeah. Not like, you know, an official name. It's just yeah. like what people call it. It is. <laughs> so it's like, where do you live? And you say, oh, 6 Mile. And then you give the address and it's like, blah, 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 at 6 Mile. Yeah. Although weirdly, it's all in miles. Whereas ever, any other time in New Guinea, everything is kilometers and meters and things like that. But Would, would they have used miles at some point? It, maybe way back when, but... Mm. Who knows? Police speculate the arm's owner may have been sitting in the back of a vehicle, possibly drunk, with his arm dangling over the side, and that it was torn off as the truck drove past. But no one came forward saying, I'm missing an arm? Like it's gone, it came off? You've got 470-odd kilometres of a stretch of highway that the truck drove for nine hours through a country where most people don't have a telephone in 1991. (laughs) Good luck finding your arm. No, but I just mean, like, wouldn't they go to a hospital and say, oh my god, my arm's missing? No, they're living in the middle of nowhere where there's no hospitals around. <sighs> Are they dead? Who knows? Because, like, you can't just, like, rip an arm off and then just go about your business, right? Like, you gotta take care of that. You'd notice, right? You'd be like, fuck, that hurts. Yeah. You could survive it, but I mean... But, like, wouldn't you just bleed out with no medical attention? Yeah, you'd think. Is it just, like, an open wound? Yeah. Yeah? It'd be messy. 
Yeah. It was a truck. It's not like I'm sure a clean I didn't cut. like cleanly slice it off either. Mm. It would have been fucked up. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole news article. I have so many questions that you apparently do not have the answer for. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's 1991. It's New Guinea. Oh my God. That'd be, uh, could you imagine being that truck driver and just be like, oh, there's an arm. I mean, he's from New Guinea. Probably not the most surprising thing he's ever discovered. <laughs> just an arm under a truck. It's a mystery. I want answers. I'm sorry. I don't have them. <laughs> You've left me with like no segue again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, you know how you're worried about mispronouncing names? Yeah. I'm definitely going to do that in this story. <laughs> There's my segue. Uh, <laughs> segue, sponsor us. <laughs> my second story was inspired because I seen a news article about the area this week. It was like one of the only news stories that I seen that was being reported apart from corona related things. Okay. My story is going to be about Devil's Pool. I don't know it. You don't know it? No. Okay. Are we talking like a pool of water or yes. a board? No, this is a body of water. A table with some balls on it. No. <laughs> this is a body of water. It's uh, kind of near cans. Not really. Cans or cans. 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 It's fucking cans. That's probably how they say it in cans too. Probably. As you go like sort of, is it further north or further west? You start to get a real ochre. Both. Aussie accent. That um, really just sounds like what I, what I just said. I don't know. My grandfather was from the West and I wouldn't say that he had a super Aka accent. Mm, definitely more Northern know. though. Anyway, doesn't really matter about the accent. I suppose Cairns is probably the last big major settlement before you hit the very tip of... I think where Devil's Pool is, it's about 60k south of Cairns. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'd say Cairns is probably the most, more the biggest settlement city on the little tippy peninsula bit of Australia. Where's Townsville? Townsville's south of Cairns. Is it? Yeah, I'm listening. Clearly, I know the country I live in. <laughs> I've never, I've only been to Queensland once, and that was like to the Gold Coast. So. God, I've been so many times. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Townsville is about, it's a while. Okay. I believe you. So there's definitely more settlements north of Cairns, but they're not anything major. Well, I mean, I think Cairns is probably the closest thing I can relate to where Devil's Pool is. Yeah. So the drive between Cairns and Townsville is four hours. Wow, okay, so they're not close at all. It's not too bad by Australian standards. That's true. <laughs> okay, well, this week, uh, a girl from Cairns went missing um, on Monday do, 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 do. while swimming at Babinda Boulders, which Babinda is where Boulders. Devil's Pool is. Um, she, she disappeared while at Devil's Pool, which, honestly, it's a notoriously dangerous swimming hole and, like, you should never go swimming there. Why? It's called the Devil's Pool. Exactly. Like, I feel like the name is giving you the warning do not swim there ever. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with people. But oh, anyway. But Binder Boulders is nice. Yeah. There are plenty of places that you can swim Ooh. around there. Um, there's, I think there's like, like a, a nice whole, little rocky creek. Yeah. So like there's like a walking trail and there are plenty of like little watering, like water holes that you can like swim in and they're perfectly fine, perfectly safe. Devil's Pool, no. Oh my <laughs> God. So I'm looking at pictures of these on Google. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so Babinda Boulders, just up the road, nice, smooth, calm, little like yeah. lake pool things. Did you get to Devil's Pool? <laughs> I got to Devil's Pool. No, that's not a pool, that's a rapid. Yeah, no, like you should never, ever, 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 I can't stress this enough, you should never swim at Devil's Pool. <laughs> but if you're into whitewater rafting. I don't even think they let you do that on there because it's so dangerous. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, look at it. I didn't mention this in 
this story, but there was quite a famous case a few years ago. I think it was in like 2015, if I remember correctly, of a tourist whose name was James. Can't remember his last name. And he died, surprisingly. Um, and basically from that case, because I think that was like one of the most recent cases. Okay. Um, and I think at that time, the premier just said no more anything at Devil's Pool. It's called Devil's Pool. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, unfortunately, this girl who went missing uh, this week, she was found on Friday. She was dead. dead. Her body's been recovered. And it kind of got me thinking about Devil's Pool because I've definitely heard of it before. And I knew that there was a legend that surrounded that area. Okay. This case is actually quite unusual. Do you want to have a guess why? Lots of people have gone missing and died there before. But can you guess why this one is weird? Why is this one weird? Yeah. Is there a legend relating to it? There is. Is it sort of like a prophecy kind of thing? I wouldn't say it's a prophecy. Is what happened to her following the story? No. That's no. why it's weird. Okay, so... I, I'm lost. You're just going to tell me. <laughs> okay, so the reason why this case is kind of weird is because women don't die there. It's always men. Oh, okay. Probably just because men are stupid. I mean, I would say that that's probably the logical reason why it's they're always They're more prone men. to risk-taking behavior to prove <laughs> that their penis is not shriveled. <laughs> so, yeah, historically speaking, all the people who die there are men. Okay. So there is um, an Indigenous Australian legend attached to this place. So I'm just going to read word for word what I got from the Cairns Attraction website because they did a very nice summary of it. The Cairns Attraction website. Yes. Come see Devil's Pool. You might die. I mean, there's nothing wrong with you going to look at Devil's Pool. The picture I saw <laughs> was taken from an observation platform. Exactly. And it is impressive. Can, like, I would go ab- see it. You can absolutely go and look at it. Do not even put a toe in it, though. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, off. keep saying that because I don't want anyone else to go swimming here. Because It would be kind of like going to um, the Grand Canyon and thinking you could... I mean... You've been to the Grand Canyon. I have. I don't feel like it's the same. Because no. you just definitely die. Like, you would just die on impact. Exactly. You'd die as soon as you hit the water. Devil's Pool is kind of worse because you'd be dragged away and eventually drowned. So you'd be terrified for a while. (laughs) As I understand it, Grand Canyon is quite deep. You'd be terrified for a bit on the way down. Yeah, actually, I wonder how long it would take to fall. couple of seconds. What about the um, Native Americans at the bottom? What? Native Americans live in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Do they? Yes. There is a reserve in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Huh. So, like, do they just have to deal with the people who fall in? That's terrifying. I, what else are you going to do? It's I mean, raining I guess, corpses. Go clean just, it. I feel bad for them having to deal with these pro- most likely probably dumb white people who are trying to get a good photo. They probably don't care too much. I, I imagine they're like um, the the Native American characters in Dead Man. I haven't seen it. We should watch it. Okay. Especially because <laughs> now I don't have to hate Johnny Depp anymore because he was innocent. <laughs> and I'm so sorry, Johnny Depp, that I <laughs> believe that you were the wife beater this whole time. Yeah. That's another topic anyway but watch dead man it's really good although (laughs) it's the one that's in black and white it's in black and white it's sort of an old western it's from 996 the soundtrack is absolutely killer i will say that some of the dialogue is in the language of the native american people who live in the area the movie takes place in and there's no subtitles oh Uh, the director said that 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 dialogue's not for us fair so but (laughs) it's not enough that you're going to be like it's one or two scenes and you can kind of glean what's happening Mm. but the actual like there's like a joke there apparently or some commentary on modern culture or something like that and it's it's there he's like that's there for the people who can understand it and if you don't well too bad so 
Great movie. That's fair. Uh, The soundtrack was made by, I think it's Neil Young did the soundtrack, and they filmed the entire movie. And then they got Neil Young just to stand there and watch the movie with a guitar, and he just played to how he felt the movie felt, (laughs) and it's awesome. Okay, well, CJ recommends. Dead Man. Johnny Depp, 1995, I think it is. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to read this legend now. I really like Dead Man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, I'm going to apologize because some of the names are not in English. And I am probably going to fuck up the pronunciation. So I'm really, really sorry, but I'm going to try my best. Okay, so according to legend, a beautiful girl named Ulana, I'm going to say, from the Yidinji people. Does that sound right to you? Without seeing it, sure. (laughs) Married a respected elder from her tribe called, oh God, I don't even know how to say it. Warunu, the W one. Warunu? 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 W-A-R-O-O-N-O-O. Like I said, definitely fucked up pronunciations. I'm sorry. Uh, shortly after their union, another tribe moved into the area and a handsome young man came into her life. His name was Dija, Dija, and the pair soon fell in love. Realizing the adulterous crime they were committing, the young lovers escaped their tribes and fled into the valleys. The elders captured them, but Ulana broke free from her captors and threw herself into the still waters of what is now known as Babinda Boulders, calling for... Daija to follow her. As Daija hit the waters, her anguished cries for her lost lover still turned the still waters into a rushing torrent and the land shook with sorrow. Huge boulders were scattered around the creek and the crying Ulana disappeared among them. Indigenous Australian legend says her spirit still guards the boulders and that her calls for her lost lover can still be heard. Oh, so it's like a siren's call that draws men in. Yes. Why did that? Did he hit the waters and die? Or I think so. I didn't really explain that part. It sounded no, like he escaped really. and got in the water and then she was upset. I'll see a part of us in there. Um, I would assume that either he died or he got pulled in a different direction. Or maybe he missed the water and hit the boulders. Or something like that. Okay. Either way, they were not reunited. And that's why they think that... Bit of a classic there. tale. Um, it's not too dissimilar from some other stories I've heard from other parts of the world. You know, the whole like, the tragic lovers thing. And Okay, so it sounds like there's a spirit of Ulana. Yeah. So the, I think that's... calling in men. Is. So that's basically why, traditionally, only men die there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, basically, it's just considered to be really fucking haunted. Not only by her, but obviously by all the people who've died there. Mm. It's claimed the lives of approximately 18 people, including this the case that just happened last uh, this week, yep. since 1959. 18 or 80? 18. 1-8. Eight. 1-8. Eight. Okay. Which, you know, not a high number, but you've seen the pictures. I think most sane people would look at that and go, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why people still go swimming there. It's I also can't imagine too many people go up there. It's not exactly a very densely populated well, part of the country. Well, is a tourist attraction. It is, but it's also how you're going to get there. You got to fly to Cairns and then you got to drive. There are signs that say "Do not swim." That say "Do." Okay, this is what the signs. You know, say. the first sign that should tell you not to swim is the fact that the water is like boiling. You should, you should be able to look at it and go, "This isn't safe for me." It, it's yeah, like there's waves in the river. Yeah. Don't don't get in it. Yeah. So the signs say, this creek has claimed many lives. The wet rocks are extremely slippery. Beware of rapidly rising water levels. Do not swim in the main creek downstream of this point. I would say that's pretty clear. Unlike the water. <laughs> <laughs> However, people are still idiots and still go swimming there. Of course. Well, that's the allure. You know, I mean, I guess. Um, kind of like the Russian guys who go and climb those construction towers. Yeah, yes. And the footage is incredible on their GoPros, but it's also terrifying and oh, yeah. how many of them die every year. Yeah. 
No, thank you. The problem is, is that Devil's Pool is connected to a kind of like shoot area, um, which is known as the washing machine. I'm sure it doesn't. I, does it have a real name? I don't know. I've only ever heard it referred to as the washing machine. And so that's where people usually get into trouble. Did you ever get caught in a washing machine in high school? <laughs> no. You didn't have that in your high school? No. One kid in the middle and everyone else just pushes them around shouting washing machine? No. No? This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. No. You guys didn't have washing machine? No. Anyone else out there know what a washing machine is? <laughs> no. Oh, you have what? Yeah, it's one kid in the middle, and everyone else forms a circle around them, and you just shove them around and shouting washing machine. Okay. That sounds like a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so this is, yeah, that usually that shoot area is where people get into trouble because basically the water just like sucks them down. Yeah. Um, and like good luck swimming against that. I mean, this is the thing, like, I feel like as a blanket word of advice just be really careful if you swim anywhere in australia like it's pretty dangerous even if like you're at the beach especially the further north you go because that's where all the crocodiles are yeah that's a thing that also happens here is that bodies sometimes get partially eaten Mm. It's, it's like you don't want this to happen to you so what happens is they get sucked right down under the water they can't get back up they obviously drown and then they don't get found until like days later they wash up downstream because, no, what happens is, as a part of decomposition, like the bacteria in your gut mm-hmm. bloats your body oh, and, then you float and you to the surface. float to the surface. That's when they find you. Also, while you're down there drowning, you'll be getting smacked into rocks and things as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Um, so, basically, I think what happens is you get kind of like stuck under rocks or like tree branches or and that's why you get stuck. And that's it. The end of you, you're not getting back up from that. Look, my main message is don't go swimming at Devil's Pool, whether it's a woman who is calling you into dying or not just don't swim there yeah i think it's like fascinating i guess that like legends still are like such an important part of, even like, if they're not culture. true it saw it forms a warning yeah like, a lot of, like, i think a lot and of that's legends the thing, were. Like, i'm sure that story was probably not true but i'm sure it was created to warn people to not swim there like a lot of <laughs> legends and things yeah all i can think about now though is um isn't like homer's the odyssey where the first like sirens come from and he beats it by getting his crew to tie him to the mast so he won't go near it. What about the rest of his crew? Yeah, no, don't worry about them. They're fine. Okay. <laughs> Unimportant. <laughs> and then who's sailing the boat? Yeah, anyway. But yeah, it's just like, I just find that that whole legend and like the fact that men do take more risks, so it's probably why they die there. But it's kind of interesting. Well, while we're on the subject of things stupid men do, or the dumb things men get up to, Christian, who spooked supermarket shoppers by aggressively reading the Bible aloud at Aldi before bashing a stranger on the street, walks free from court, despite being found guilty? Um, how much of a good Christian are you if you bash people? Well, the power of Christ, Christ, the power of Christ compels him? I don't know. <laughs> Look, okay. Christians have a long and bloody history, okay? You ever heard of the Crusades? I, I'm Vaguely? Most religions go to war for some <laughs> reason or another. Yeah, still. Uh, this is from Eliza McPhee for Daily Mail Australia. Uh, and before I get in, this is a little aside. Can I say that I have an ad blocker in my browser. I'm sure most people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do turn it off for websites that I frequent frequently because, you know, I want them to earn money. They, okay, I think it's a fair exchange. If I go there a lot, I should suffer the ads. But obviously there's a, there's a reasonable limit to my tolerance of these ads. And the Daily Mail does not allow you to read articles if you've got an ad blocker on. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. They're news. They're struggling to earn money these days because no one buys newspapers anymore. Mm-hmm. The only time I've ever bought a newspaper is to use for like packaging. Yes. <laughs> my ad blocker was blocking 183 advertisements on one web page. That does not surprise me. I don't use one. 
So when I go on the day mail, it's it's, it's fucked. Poor. It's a thing. I didn't even know where they're fitting 183 ads on that page. <laughs> Damn hell. Sweet shit out. Okay. Christopher Lee Burns, who I'll be referring to as Christopher instead of Mr. Burns the whole time, because otherwise I'll think of the Simpsons character, <laughs> walked free from court after police found him reading the Bible loudly and aggressively in an Aldi supermarket before bashing another person later that day. Did he have, like, an excuse as to why he bashed the person? No. Oh, okay. Not none, Nothing that's explained in the article. Right. The incident took place in Maryborough, 260 kilometers north of Brisbane, on Friday the 22nd, 2020. So he just randomly bashed someone because he felt like, I mean, I kind of feel like this person must be experiencing some kind of mental health Possibly. issue if he's like screaming the Bible at people in a store. Police had witnessed Christopher reading aloud at the store. The police were then called again a few hours later to another street nearby where they saw Christopher standing over a man repeatedly punching him. Jesus. Christopher pleaded guilty to eight offences, including public nuisance and willful damage, and was released on immediate parole. <laughs> the court heard Christopher had been making comments towards others in the supermarket, making them feel uncomfortable, and from the man who had been beaten by Christopher, said that they had been in a fight. Well, obviously. That's all we got. That's, That's it? That's it. They were in a fight. He was found in the fetal position, covered in blood, while Christopher continued to punch him. Jesus. Christopher Lee Burns appeared in court via a video link, and said he was happy to stay in jail amid the coronavirus panic. What? He wants to be in prison, so he's safe from coronavirus? I'm not sure that prisons are safe from coronavirus, but sure, buddy. He served 34 days in custody whilst waiting for the trial and was given four months in prison with immediate release on parole. The magistrate stated he had shown he could comply with parole. He just beat up a dude in the street! For no reason, I'm seemingly. Sh- there must have been a reason. They just haven't told us. Did they get into argument over the book? The good book? I mean, he wasn't beating it with the book. That would have been a story. Yeah, when I first read the headline, <laughs> I've read it as he beats someone up with the Bible. <laughs> I wonder if it'd be like a telephone book, doesn't leave any bruises. Oh, God. Okay. That's, that's it. Typical Queensland behavior, if you ask me. I'm not sure that's <laughs> true, but okay. <laughs> Man, there's some crazy people out there. I'm going to go preach Bible verses at Aldi and then get into a fight so I can be arrested and ride out coronavirus in prison. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Uh, sounds like that was his plan. Okay, well, he's an idiot. Well, obviously, because he doesn't know how to behave himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole story. Okay, my next story is not about God or the Bible. People beating each other. Oh. This is like a place at an Aldi. No. Are the police there? No. You've left me no segue whatsoever. You know, you know what it is? Is that my... I always pick... Stories that are totally different from yours. Well, I guess we can relate it back to Corona. You know how everyone's like real mad about cruise ships right now? Yes. This story takes place on a cruise ship. <gasps> Titanic. No. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, um, I've been sitting on this story for a while, but I'm like, you know, now's the time. Everyone's mad about cruise, shi- cruise ships. Let's just do it. I found this on the Current Affair website, so it should tell you everything oh, you need God, to know about this story. They have a website? Story. Of course they have a fucking website. They do. I wonder what Today Tonight's website's like. Oh, I don't want to think about it. Which, would you rather watch A Current Affair or Today Tonight? Actually, I would probably rather watch Today Tonight so I just don't have to see Tracy Grimshaw. <laughs> God. She's, she's the worst. She's the worst? <laughs> you don't agree? I used to watch her when she was on the Today Show in the mornings. But... Uh, anyway. So I, I'm, just, I'm just preparing you for the story you're about to hear because it's fucking pointless, but I found it hilarious when I read it, so... Just prepare yourselves. A Melbourne couple say their cruise that they had planned to be a relaxing holiday turned into the trip from hell. Do you want to 
have a stab at why. I feel like I've read this before. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> what happened? I can't remember. Okay, so they had a few complaints. It wasn't just one. They complained that one of the pools and spas were closed on their trip. How fucking dare they not have one of them open? Rude. Was it the only spa? No. It says one of. One of. Yeah. Okay. They didn't make two of the promised stopovers, but that's nowhere near the worst of it. The worst of it was the entertainment. Is this seriously the story? This is seriously the story. How petty do you have to be? This is really so stupid. I don't know how this makes it onto any any form of news at all. This is fucking like, Slow stupid. news day. One of the organized games involved young men in the crowd being told to strip down to their underwear and put on women's clothing. <sighs> that is a weird game for a middle of a cruise ship. But like, sure. But I mean, really? This is your main complaint? I, I wouldn't say. You could have just left. Yeah. If you didn't want to partake or you didn't want to watch it, could have just left. Could have gone back to your room. Could have done something else. Could have gone to one of the other pools or spas that were open. Right. Could have done literally anything apart from watching it. But they did. Got a quote from the couple. I'm not going to mention their names either. It's like those people who go on holiday and then complain that the sand wasn't as white as it appeared in the brochure. And they complain (laughs) to the travel company about it. Yeah. Or they say, oh, the weather, was it was raining on our trip. I want a refund. Jesus Christ. I'm Um, sure there are people that do that. There are. That's the. Why would you think you can get a refund from that? Do you think they control the weather? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some people do think that weather oh, yeah, control the weather. I know. I've definitely read what? that before. That's a conspiracy. But a quote from the couple. So the girls are taking off their bras to hand to the boys so they can wear them and to put lipstick on and then to do a really sexual and pro- provocative dance to win a bottle of champagne. I was shocked. I was horrified because I thought that could be my kid. How old are these people? <laughs> I've seen a photo of them. They definitely look like... Not, not boomer age, like probably a bit before that. I'd say like in their late 50s, early 60s. God. <laughs> so that's the whole story, but I do have, I just thought it was a ridiculous story. Why is this a Who story? Who gave these people time? I know. Who the fuck interviewed these people? Anyway, like. How, I, how does that, yeah, how do they get, how do they get in touch with the news agency? Yeah, with, I, with I, the don't newspaper company? I don't understand who bought this story. I've got a, I've got a statement though from Carnival Australia to, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> to, um, to, in a response to their complaints. Onboard spas were operating normally in line with our strict operational standards that day. That's it? That's all I had to say? No. They're going to they're gonna address the three points, but one's already been proven to be bullshit. In relation to the itinerary change, the safety and comfort of guests is always their priority, and unfortunately, weather and sea conditions can sometimes affect them. We let guests know of the weather forecast and the impact to the cruise as soon as we know. So they couldn't dock at the ports because the weather was bad? Yes. And they let them know. Still don't know, quite know what your complaint is there. Mm. We reviewed the video that you sent us. So they videoed these people. Cool. Is that not a breach of privacy? I guess you're in a public place. International waters. There's no law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we reviewed the video that you sent us. It certainly does not refre- reflect reflect, what they say. reflect Princess Cruise's values. The quest segment has been suspended. However... We can state that this was a late night program and it was made clear it was for an age appropriate audience. Okay. So they've suspended these young people having a good time. It's like going to a burlesque show and then complaining if you see a titty. Yeah, pretty much. And a burlesque you probably won't see a titty because usually they wear pasties. So You see the rest of the titty though. Yeah. And that could be offensive to some people. You don't know. It doesn't count unless you see the nipple. That's how it works. <laughs> it, that's like one of, the, one of the things I've never understood. <laughs> Like, you, you can have, like, the porno mags at the server. This is probably, like, so old school. But, like, you have the porno mags at the server and you can have a full display as long as they've got, like, a little star over the nipple. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> so the nipple makes it naked. <laughs> okay. Still don't get that. <laughs> anyway, that's the entire story, and I just don't understand how anyone gave these people airtime or interviewed them or why are you letting people complain about dumb shit? I Stop do it. Want to go on a cruise one day, but I always just hear stories about this stuff. I'm like, probably not. And then it. you're stuck. You're stuck with these people. I know. And there's no escape. No, thank you. I've never wanted to go on a cruise, and this does not convince me otherwise. Are going to be fun to go on a cruise around the Caribbean because I want to see a lot of those countries, like Havana and all that. I've always well, wanted Havana's to city, do like the um, the Alaskan ones. That'd be cool. They they look like they'd be really. I've cool. done a day cruise through one of the sounds of New Zealand, I think Marlborough. Mm. That was nice. Um, I don't mind going on a multi day one. There are ones that will leave Australia and they'll go up to like Arrowtow in New Guinea and then mm. around like Samoa and things. That'd be fun. Um, again, I wouldn't mind doing one through the Caribbean. Uh, I'd definitely be down for an Alaskan Canadian one. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Especially if you can get it in like the winter. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I'd love that. Yeah. Like, okay, it's cold, but I'm not going to be swimming on the boat anyway. So. I love the cold. So it doesn't yeah. bother me at all. <laughs> and I'd be hoping to see the Northern Lights. So yeah, that'd be really cool. I really we we talk about like how travel, like we're talking about travel, like it's an option at any any time <laughs> soon. So <laughs> hey, really cheap travel will be available soon because the airlines are going to need to <laughs> bounce true. back. Well, speaking of things coming back. Oh my god. Uh, you just got to search for it. There's always the same ah. guy. <laughs> Missing arm man identified. Is this the follow-up? Post Courier, Friday, July 26th, 1991. So the last article was from the Monday. This is from the Friday of the same week. You lied to me. I did. You lied to me. It would have been boring if I said, I've got the answers in another story. <laughs> <laughs> the man whose arm was ripped off by a highway truck traveling to Mount Hagen at the weekend has been identified. Can't believe you fucking lied to me. <laughs> I'm not going to let this go anytime soon. You're going to be watching TV later tonight. I'm just going to turn you and go, you lied to me. <laughs> for the podcast. I did it for the podcast. <laughs> police did not release the man's name. Sorry, Morobi police. So Morobi province is in Lay, where the truck had left from. Okay. So the major cities in Morobi are Lay, where I've lived. And the other big one is Wow. 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 W-A-U. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I've never been to WoW. Uh, yeah, Morby Police did not release the man's name, but said he was from the Chimbu province and was now in the Angao Hospital receiving treatment, which is a hospital in Lai. Uh, Chimbu is one of the provinces west of Garoka, which is where I lived. Mm-hmm. Our cleaning lady, she came from Chimbu province, mm-hmm. and I lived in Garoka, which is in the eastern Highlands province, and Mount Hagen is west of Chimbu in the western Highlands province. Okay. So it's all connected. And I went to the Angao Hospital on a school field trip in 2001, <laughs> 10 years after this happened. So, you know, it's all coming together. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the arm got taken off by a man just outside of Lay, right? Is mm-hmm. basically what the story's going to say. And then he's gone to Western Highlands. So he's traveled through Chimbu. So the arm effectively went home briefly. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, when was it? 91? 91. Did we have the ability to reattach limbs then? It's a week later, especially not in New Guinea. It's not happening. Okay, not happening. Cool. Coastal Region Divisional Commander Assistant Comas Pulai said, or Cosmas Pulai, I think that's what it said in the newspaper. I couldn't really read it. Mm-hmm. Said the man had reported his missing arm at the Lay Police Station on Saturday after the accident. He reported his missing arm. Yes. So, <laughs> so the night it got taken off, he's gone to the police station and reported it. Mm-hmm. But because the Highlands is... Nine hours drive away, up in the mountains in the middle of Papua New Guinea. The two obviously didn't connect. They're not even neighboring regions. I was going to say, back in 91, I think in most countries, police stations didn't talk to each other. No. 
So there was probably a high chance. I mean, it's amazing that they did figure it out. You'll find out why soon. Okay. Yeah, so the truck left Saturday night. It arrives in Mount Hagen on a Sunday morning with an arm on it. Okay. Police said the man, who was apparently drunk at the time, reported he had passed a highway truck along the Lay Nadzap Road. Uh, Nadzap is where the Lay Airport is. It's about 40 kilometers out of Lay, mm-hmm. or an hour's drive, because that's just how it is. Uh, awful road. Probably a little bit better now. I'm not too sure. Last time I was on it, I almost died twice. <laughs> okay. Um, one from a car accident and then two from a gunman running out of the bush, but his gun got stuck in his clothing and they got the car behind us instead. Oh my God. I don't th- he sort of smashed in the window, the bullet didn't get fired, but you know. And last time I heard my dad traveling on it, he was getting an armored car to take him into lay. So, but that was like during some riots and a civil war between the police and the <gasps> army. Jesus Christ. Standard day in lay. <laughs> <laughs> and also another little thing about lay airport is it did used to be in the middle of the city. And it is the last airport where Amelia Earhart was seen alive and that she took off from. Mm. Uh, and from the sound of things recently... She crashed shortly afterwards into the sea in an island, soon to be possibly a new country of its own, Bougainville. Uh, Evidence confirmation on that is pending. But there is a crash and the plane somewhat matches the description of Amelia Earhart's plane. Mm. So there's a wreckage just sitting off the coast of Bougainville, which is probably hers, but no one's really confirmed it yet. Interesting. Uh, The man reported that he drove so close to the truck that it ripped his arm right off as it was hanging out the vehicle. I, okay, for a second, just imagine that scenario. You're drunk, you're in the backseat of the car, probably having a great time. No, it sounds like he was driving. Oh, what the fuck? He was drunk and he was driving? Yeah. Why are you saying that like that's not a big deal? It's New Guinea! It's okay. 1991! Sorry. It's just what happened! Okay. <laughs> he won't be wearing a seatbelt either, because you need to be able to duck. That's what I was always told. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, okay, fine. You're drunk, you're driving along in your car, and then all of a sudden a great like, an time. arm is missing. Police had gone to search the area, but no arm could be found. Because as we know, it was on the truck going back up the oh highland. Oh my god. This is the best part. Oh god. I don't even know what you're about to say. I'm so scared. This is fucking incredible. <laughs> the man told police that he was not aware his arm had been ripped off until some time later. What? When he felt pain and realized his arm was gone. How do you not notice? How drunk was he? You'd have to be really fucking... You'd have to be blind drunk to not know that your arm is missing. And he was driving! (laughs) Oh, my God. Only in New Guinea. Only in New Guinea. You know how I'm addicted to that How I Survived podcast? Yeah. That guy needs to go on there. I need to hear hear his story. Imagine that. You should get out of your vehicle. My arm's gone. Oh! There was once an arm there, and now there's not. <laughs> the arm had ripped off just above the elbow, and the man reported to be is reported to have been in a stable condition at the hospital. I'm surprised he didn't bleed out if he was really drunk. I'm shocked as well. I really am. When I read it, I was like, how is he? The hospital <gasps> spokesman called the Post Courier, which is the newspaper, and said the man was astounded when he learned his arm was in Mount Hagen from reading the article in the paper. So he's in a hospital for a missing arm, reading the Post Courier, because what else are you going to do? It's 1991. There's a story, probably front page news. Seven arm found in truck. There's my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and knowing you, Guinea, they probably had a photo of the arm as like on the front page news. Oh my so God. So he could have gone, yeah, that's the one. That's mine. <laughs> I feel like this couldn't happen anywhere else. No. <laughs> no, this was very Papua New Guinea. Like, it's like only in New Guinea. 
Um, <laughs> I will say these stories don't represent like what the whole country's like all the time, but, but it's got some wild stories. Excuse me. You little chungus! <laughs> Constantly wrangling cats now. Mm-hmm. Uh, your cat wrangler. <laughs> but not like Joe Exotic. No, no. <laughs> uh, if you haven't watched Tiger King, watch Tiger King. It's on Netflix. You know, I wasn't like I wasn't super keen on it. No, I, like when, when you were like, "Oh, we got to watch it." I'm like, eh, eh, "Yeah, I, I get that." It. But uh, no, watch it. <laughs> it's a wild ride. I mean, you'll be shocked. You'll be honestly just Disgusted. angry and sad most of the time, but it's just really interesting. Yeah, um, absolutely spewing it didn't happen in Australia because it would have been perfect for the podcast. That whole story. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want something to say, "Fuck me, dead," watch Tiger King. Yeah, absolutely. What a ride. Still not over it. Is that it? That's it. I think we're done for another week. I'm glad you clarified. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we should... uh, Wrap this up. You've been questioned about the rap. I have been questioned about the rap. I don't have it. (laughs) It'll come to me one day, but... (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Pixie, you little shit. What are you doing? (laughs) It's not feeding time yet. Just close her out while we do the intro. Shall I say the thing? You should say the thing. The thing. (sighs) Do the outro. If you have any stories or any feedback you'd like to share with us, you can always email us at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. That's fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. Failing that, Twitter. Fuck me dead pod. That's it, isn't it? Fuck me dead pod. Yep. Yeah, because podcast wouldn't fit. Uh, Check out our website, fuckmedeadpodcast.com. Yes. Ooh, I'm getting good. Ooh, he got it. Remembering shit. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I think that's it. That's all. That's all we got to plug. Yeah. Share us with your friends. Tell your buddies so they can be our buddies. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's really it. I think that's the shortest outro you've ever done. <laughs> I've nailed it. Got it down. Jesus, it's only taken seventeen episodes to get the outro down. Leave me alone. I'm a slow learner. <laughs> Obviously, all that information will be in the episode notes because I know that I don't write anything down while listening to a podcast I, yeah i don't really have much more else to say i'm just i don't know what to do now because it's never gone this quickly yeah this is weird we usually crap on about something else we, we usually get lost halfway through and start talking about something completely <laughs> random i've never i've never i've never had an outro this focused before <laughs> i don't know what to do <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay let's just let's just finish it thank you as always for hanging out with us this week and we'll be back next week for the big 18 finally an adult podcast we can drink yep only well (laughs) in reasonable countries (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) although in some other countries we've been able to drink for about three episodes now that's true americans are still left out not well some countries it's like 25 and 30 yeah some countries are really strict (laughs) okay well in australia we'll be able to drink (laughs) gonna go get fucked up on the goon Episode 18. We'll do it on Goon. Oh, do we have to? We'll drink a box of Goon each before the start of the episode. <laughs> Fuck. No, well, no. Like, what we should do is we should drink the Goon over the course of the episode. Ooh. So, like, we'll start out fine. We should do it. <laughs> and end <laughs> not so fine. Episode 18. <sighs> All right, fine. Goon. The Goon oh, episode. <laughs> I fucking hate Why goon. am I agreeing to this? Because <laughs> we're in isolation and we have nothing else to do. True. <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's cook a roast tomorrow.